How's it going, everybody? This is Daniel. Before we hop into today's interview with Bojack, I want to give you an update on the event that is happening this Friday, March 10th. It is Alternative Championship Entertainment's Patch 3.10. Now, this is an awesome event that you're not going to want to miss, and it takes place in Winston-Salem at the AML Pro Wrestling Training Center. Tickets start at $5. Front row is $10. That's easy Great entertainment for a low, low price. Bell time is at 6.15 and the doors open at 5.30. We've got White Mike versus Mason Miles. Selena Rose versus Erica Dima. We've got James Ryan versus Trey Havoc. The Delinquents versus The Long Shots. And we have a $100,000 hot dog pyramid. And for those wondering, that is a game show. It is not a eating competition. So if you don't have anything to do this Friday... And if you do have something to do, cancel it. Come anyways. Be there. Be square. You're not going to regret it. Great wrestling. Great people. Come on out. Live. Laugh. All right. How's it going, everybody? This is Daniel, and I'm joined by Christian. Yeah, I'm Christian, and this is Live, Laugh, Lariat. We got a guest. A big guest. We got a guest. We have Bojack, the dreadlock demolition machine. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing fantastic. A fun fact, but like I don't, you were able to hear the intro, right? Yeah. So the the lariat that screams is from your match that with was James, wasn't it? Yeah, it's from your match <laughs> with Andrew Everett, where you like took his head off. Because so I, uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask you because so I've watched that match uh, 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 multiple of times because it's just one of it's for sure one of the best matches I've ever had and just one of my favorite matches. So like the the clip as soon as I heard it, I was like, that sounds really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking for something and I think I had just done that match for the match of the day and I was like, I know where I can get somebody to say Lariat and I was so it just kinda happened to like fall <laughs> into place. And now we hear it every episode. So kind of a cool thing to bring in. But uh, we're really excited yeah. to have you on. Um this will probably be the fourth time we've asked you how you're doing today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, That's like I said, we, we, before we started recording, got to track the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. No, I'm doing good. Awesome. It's, uh, you know, my 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 uh, my clock is a little different than other people, so my day is sort of just getting started, but it's going to end at like 5 a.m. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, some days, some Saturdays go that way, and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my introduction to you, like before we get into everything, um, is I had a buddy at ECU, um, Chris Cook, Chad Carson, like whatever you want to call him, um, was like, "Hey, there's going to be this cool event you you should go to." Because he saw me at, at ECU. I had my like like dopey little elite backpack because <laughs> because it's like I, I'm gonna be an adult, but I love my wrestling. <laughs> Um, so he tells me to go to that event, and it was the the bow time event. Uh, so it's you and Mason oh Miles in the main event, and that was my Ooh. introduction to you. And it was I was oh just floored by like <laughs> everyone was just so into it, and your mom is there. Like it was yeah. amazing. Um, and Man, so you you uh, you you my. My, I, I feel like your perception of me might be like really skewed now because that was like one of my best matches ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like the bar from there, I'm like, what? Yeah. how don't people bar know who this guy? Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. The crowd, bad. like it was, it was such a great crowd. And I think on that same show, because um, I think I, I was looking at it earlier that Wheeler Yuta, like a month before he ended up in AEW, wrestled Patrick Scott, and it's cool because. 
coming up here that there's there's a charity show where they're doing that same match again which i just think is very cool but yeah that was my introduction to you and i was like how is ne- like this guy is the man the cr- like yeah. the crowd like how does no one know about this <laughs> yeah kind of similar yeah, Oh, okay, good, good. Oh, it was a vibe was showed out of the Carolinas where you came out as the special like surprise uh, thing. Mm. So it, like, yeah, every th- our first entrances is like this is the baddest dude on the planet right now coming out here to whip somebody's guys, ass. Yeah, you guys, you, both of your uh, first experience with me are like peak stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got, uh, we mentioned uh, the match with Andrew Everett, the match with Mason Miles. That like that we had a rematch um, last year in April. That I still think was like really, really good. Yeah. But that first one is like untouchable. I feel like it was to incredible. me. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like the closest I've gotten back to that point was the match with Andrew Everett. Um and like and then the same thing with like Showdown in the Carolina. That was such a that was so crazy because like I mean, I don't even remember how that all came about, yeah. but like people just legitimately didn't think I was there. And I thought it was like I thought it was the funniest thing, but also like the weirdest thing that like people just accepted that I just wasn't there and that yeah. I didn't say anything about like why I wasn't there. They're like, uh, Bojack's not here, it's fine. And everyone was just cool. I was like, that's fine. I, I got I I'll get them later. I'll get them later. <laughs> <laughs> On the, the topic of showdown of the Carolinas, I think we have the opinion that that is the best DPW venue. Just oh, like or maybe just Dur- the Dur- best like um, Durham Armory, just like right? such a cool like the brick wall and everything and the lighting. I'm excited that next month it's going to be back there, but I just wanted to throw that in there because it's definitely a cool aesthetic. <laughs> it's probably the fa- my favorite venue that I've ever wrestled in. And, like, um, unfortunately, I'm probably not going to be able to make it in uh, March later this month. But, like, hopefully we can get back there some more um, yeah. maybe, like, the rest of this year or, like, maybe next year. I know it's, like, a really hard venue to book because it's so nice that a lot yeah. of people use it for a lot of stuff. People book it for, like, People will get for like weddings and stuff. Yeah, I believe so. it. It's it's such a <laughs> it's such a, a good spot and like being able to like watch you grow over the last year. It's been so fun for us because it's like this guy is the freaking man. You you had all these great great matches and and the big thing is like you had such a great year, which kind of puts in perspective. Is I'm really curious, kind of where that story started for you. Like as you're a kid, you're are are you a wrestling fan as a kid? Like what what drew you into it? So. uh wrestling really started for me with the video games um i i i was playing the games for years before i even like started watching it um like me and my buddies would play like uh here comes the pain and shut your mouth and like stuff like that on ps2 and stuff like that and then um and then uh sort of like some of the newer games like SmackDown versus Raw. I think my first one was like 07 uh-huh. and it was like 08 and 09 and all that. And then I finally started watching. Um, it's so funny. I talked about this on a um on a different podcast um uh that I'm a part. So I'm a part of this group. It's uh me, Skylar Matt, Tyler El Guapo, Tinchy X. We call ourselves the Goon Squad because we're yeah. a bunch of yeah. fuck fuckers. Um, like, <laughs> we do our own like podcast with that was something that we brought up was like, how did we all get into wrestling? And mine is so funny because my first experience watching wrestling is stuff that people just like people think it's like the absolute shits. Like my first watching wrestling experience was like 
uh, fucking WWE CW in like <laughs> 2009. Oh and no! I, I, like, I still, but I loved yeah. it though. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess because I was a kid and I didn't have like a reference point, so I yeah. was just like, "Oh, wrestling's really cool." But everyone else is like, "Man, this is like the worst period of everything." How'd you even? How did you even like it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think just from there it just started growing, and I just started figuring out like, you know, like how to watch it more, and I started watching Raw and SmackDown and all that, and then. I sort of got into the indies when I was in like my teenage years and stuff. So what was it uh, about wrestling that drew you in? Cause we talked to kid bandit and uh, they had a similar story with SmackDown versus for all was how they got into wrestling. Uh, we find that some people are attracted to like the promos and the skits and like the, the drama of it all with it coming from the video game. Is it more like the in ring stuff that drew you in? It was for sure the in-ring stuff. I think it was, I think it was, um, because I, video games have been such a huge part of my life. And like, I didn't even really realize that until like earlier this year or last year. Yeah. Um, when I was like streaming and stuff and I'm like, man, I've been playing video games since I was like four years old. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that was definitely like what drew me in is like, I think that was one of the first things that I had ever seen. Like, Oh, this is a video game and video games aren't real, but like, no, they're actually doing this stuff Mm -hmm. for real. Like this stuff actually exists and I can like actually see real people do it. I think that was one of the first times that that had ever happened to me like that. Cause I wasn't into, I'm not into like other sports other than pro wrestling. So like I wasn't a football guy. I wasn't a basketball guy. Uh, there was like an NBA game that we played, but like even then, I was like, "This is just a basketball game." So yeah, like, right, right, right. I didn't, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same like relation to me. Yeah, like how course. the rest of the stuff was. So the in-ring stuff for sure was like just really crazy to see people do it in real time. Yeah, it is nuts. Like there's especially nowadays the stuff and stuff like like Jay Malachi, for example, or like Ricochet, like guys like that, like cheat, uh, human cheat codes. Yeah, it's like, just like Commander was. I don't know if you saw him on <laughs> AEW. Just running yes, across yes, the I'm, ropes, I'm, yeah. Like I've, I've, I'm familiar with Commander and uh, the guys you mentioned, like Jay Malachi, Ricochet, yeah. uh, uh, Diego Hill is oh, another yes. one. I feel like you just, yeah, can just do anything. I just asked Diego, it's like, hey, you think you can do this? And then he just does it, and he's like, oh, I've never <laughs> done that before. And I was yeah. like, of course you have it. It's like somebody that like uh, <laughs> like that plays guitar based off just hearing it, and the next thing you know they're playing. Oh yeah, it, and yeah. they're just cranking it out yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, so uh, and like super small like tangent. So uh, I don't the I don't know if you guys know Diego Hills um like his main finisher like that fucking super crazy twisty thing that he yeah, hit me with yeah, in our yeah. DPW match. Yeah. So, uh, I helped him f- figure out that move because I I was just like I feel like Diego's athletic enough to do this and i just wanted i just wanted to pop myself and see if anyone could fucking do it yeah and i was like do you think you could do this and he was like i don't know and i was like do a bme does a bme i was like all right now corkscrew with it does a corkscrew with it i was like all right now just keep spinning and then he does it <laughs> he lands he just he just lands on the mattress and he's just like and he just looks so crazy <laughs> that's like, great like he can't believe that he just did it i was like yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he was that's incredible. A cheat code for sure. Like some of the <laughs> stuff he does, like just so effortlessly, um, pretty wild. Uh, so while you were like starting wrestling, were there any wrestlers that you were like drawn to when you first started uh, watching? Christian, Christian Cage was my first one. I think just because again, like ECW, it was, like, ECW. Yeah, yeah. So and like he was sort of like 
the top guy like at the time when I was watching. That, that was my introduction to, to, to Christian too, because like yeah. I, I didn't start watching till like 2008. Um, so like that version of Christian was like, oh, this guy's really cool, and the kid in me was like, and he has my name, so he's yes. so he's that much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but like his ECW title run was so good. Like he was, he's such he, like it was I mean, dope. Yeah, like, I feel like I feel like other than like his TNA stuff, which again I wouldn't have seen at the time. I feel like that's the like the hardest he's ever been pushed as like a top guy. Yeah, was that ECW run? So I was like, man, this dude is so cool. And then um, Sheamus was another one that I, was really cool. And it's it's so hilarious because this was like like infant Sheamus. Yeah, he like just debuted, and he like and he like killed Jamie Noble. I remember that. Oh my god! Yeah, that was so. <laughs> that's like a moment that just like lives in my head. And like he. Um, he he wasn't even at the point where he's got like a few years later, like where he's at now, but like something about just his look and like just the way that he just beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Just was just really cool to me. Yeah, for and sure. Then, uh, the, the, the Undertaker is the other one. The, uh, people ask me whenever whenever anyone asks me, like, who's your favorite wrestler? It's such a loaded question and I have such a hard time answering. Yeah. I usually give like, who are some of my favorite wrestlers right now? But like, if I have to do the, of all time gimmick it's probably the undertaker uh just because he was the guy that i was always like always playing the video games yeah. and again seeing this shit that i'm like oh this is just video game bullshit him do that stuff in real life oh, yeah. he was just so cool and just his aura around him is just so like sets him apart from everybody else yeah absolutely the career. he gave me nightmares as a as a kid like yeah. I, had, I had a, a like a repeat nightmare where i had to like wrestle him and i was just fleeing across the country like trying and every time i would get to a new place he would just like knock on the door and he would be there so it's yeah but he cool. is like every like generation has an undertaker that they can identify with too which is weird like you've got the the tie undertaker the american badass the the weird bat undertaker the over like the yeah like it's just well like and it's crazy as a fan if you come into wrestling later to like the version of Undertaker, I remember it was like 2008, the trench coat, the hat. Oh, yeah. But then the idea that this was ever guy on a motorcycle. Yeah, like, that's weird. What? And then he had a cult and he crucified yeah. people. <laughs> and it's just like, what is this? Wrestling is very think, weird um, and fun. <laughs> um, I think, I think, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, real quick. I think Undertaker is like, um, another thing that's like cool about him is just how you were saying, like, he just reinvents himself, yeah. keeps himself fresh. I think that's another thing of like why he, is so much like larger than life. Yeah. He just finds a way to stay relevant. Yeah, oh, he, he sure. truly is a a spectacle of a performer, which is crazy that one performer could embody that. Um, mm -hmm. So a, a, a little bit of a sidetrack, but but I I'm kind of curious how this came to be. So you eventually decide, hey, I want to do this. this. Is something I want to do. Um, mm -hmm. Where did that start? How did you get there? And how did you end up being a trainer yourself? So, um, and this is, uh, this is so funny and like everything comes full circle. So, um, my first like indie show that I ever went to was, um, it was like, uh, it was like pro wrestling. It was something, some super generic name and they only ran one show. It was like pro wrestling superstars or something like that. And like the main event was Christopher Daniels and Shelton Benjamin. And I oh, was like, wow. I had sort of just started getting into indie, so like I was aware of who Christopher Daniels was, and like I knew Shelton Benjamin because, like, again, the the era of 
uh, WWE that I was watching at the time. He was like there. So I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. And then uh, Tommy Dreamer and Necro Butcher had a match on the show. <laughs> and it's so funny, like looking back and I don't I didn't realize how big some of these people are. Yeah. Um, El Generico was on the show and I had no idea who he was. Oh, I thought wow. he was really dope. Yeah. I thought he was really dope, but I had I had no idea who he was. And the fact that I show. watched the fact that I watched like and then he still was doing shit, but like he was sort of starting to wind down because he got signed pretty soon after this. This was like 2010, 2011, something like that. So he was only on the Indies for a few more years. Uh, this is when uh, I was like, I, I just I had no idea who this guy was, but I thought he was really dope. So I was like, man, I really want to. Um, at that point, I was like, indie wrestling. That was, I think, that was like the weird like switch where the switch was starting to turn. Where I was like, indie wrestling is so personal and like so yeah. much different than like going to WWE shows. Because I'd been to like two WWE shows up until that point. Um, so then my mom was, uh, she was coming. She had to be out in like Swansboro for something for work. And she sees like this little fucking cardboard sign on the side of the road. And it's like pro wrestling Friday night. And it's like just points of arrow. And like, that's all it says. Yeah. And she was like, Hey, I found this sign, like this wrestling show, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, sure. Like, let's go. Cause especially cause I, I had no idea how like widespread indie wrestling could be of like, sometimes you'll have like this, like small little shitty shows. And sometimes you'll have yeah. these big, big shows. Um, so like me and some of my friends and my mom all go to this show and it was a PWF show. Oh, wow. And it was the so that was my first like real, like real, real indie uh-huh. like wrestling experience. Cause like this other one had like all these big names and shit. Like PWF had like the only person I knew up there was like Steve, because Steve was still wrestling at the time. Yeah. So like Steve Carino. Um, I think I was like sort of starting to get into Ch- uh, Chikara at this point. So I knew uh, Jakob um, and like there was like a handful of other peoples. But like this was the first time that I was like so close oh, yeah. to it. Um, so I became a fan like instantly because I was like, man, I have wrestling that I can see that's like fucking two feet away from yeah. me. Like, yeah, this is awesome. Um, so for years, that's when I sort of started uh that was like my indie connect because that was the only thing that was like close by mm-hmm. um so i started going to pwf like years uh on and off um because i played football when i was in high school so i couldn't go then because like friday night football yeah. but then um whenever i wasn't playing football i was like, all right we got to go to pwf this month gotta go to pwf this month yeah <laughs> um and then about like 2017 i was just like man I want the same the same way you guys are saying about like why you're like why you want to do this podcast is like you just want to like be able to provide. I didn't know if in ring stuff was ever going to be on the table. I just wanted to be involved. Yeah. So I emailed PWF and I was like, "Hey, um, I don't even remember what I said, but I was just basically like, I just want to help with something. And I just want to be involved. And like, well, we have a training school. Come out to the training school, see if that's for you. If not, we can still figure something else out." So I came and uh, it was fun. I spiked myself twice on my first day. Um, <laughs> actually, no, my real first day, uh, there was no ring. 
uh, because the ring was being welded to fix it to be fixed. <laughs> so my real first day, we just cut like promos and stuff, and they like walked me through just like sort of like the basics of like how like matches are run. And then the next the next time, that's when we actually did the ring stuff. And again, it was like it was like a switch. It was like instantly, I was like, I fucking love this shit. And yeah. I, uh, so that's how that's how I started training. I was still in high school. I was only seventeen. It was my junior year. Wow, um, there you go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I started pretty young. Um, uh, not as young as others, obviously, but I still started pretty young. I got a little bit of head start. Um, and yeah, I just fell in love with it. And then I've just been so like dedicated to making PWF better any way that I can. And so, um, I just it's at the point now where we have like new guys coming in, and like I again, I just want. I want these guys to help. I want to help these guys grow, and I want to help PWF grow. Yeah, and I want to help CWA grow. So obviously, you're like, I was like, well, what can I do to help? And then I would like sort of like help run classes and stuff sometimes. And then now I'm just like an assistant coach. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I've I've taken on way more uh, roles and responsibilities regarding PWF than I ever thought I would. Yeah. Uh, but like I'm super happy to do it and I love it and I love being able to help and provide and give back to something that helped me like find and figure out my passion. So absolutely. That's, that's really, really cool. And and a kind of ongoing bit with me when I'm talking about a crop of guys that you need to watch in North Carolina, I always refer to it as the Carolina coastal crew because like, (laughs) like, like, like the BK Westbrooks and like these guys that like are, are now kind of blowing it up. I'm like, but they were doing this years ago. Like, like they have been doing this. Which is like, but that is a really cool. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's such a testament to that spot and how how good this platform is. There's a um, there's a really cool feeling of like seeing guys before they blow up and seeing them blow up. Yeah. Uh, because it's like it's like that cool little feeling. It's like I hey, I was cool before you were cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I knew how good these guys were before everybody else did. Yeah. <laughs> they've been they've been they've been this good for a while and they're just getting the proper eyes on them now (laughs) right you um you you mentioned um that your your mom like pointed out the show and that's kind of your starting point i think we've only ever been to one show where your mom wasn't there can you kind of just talk me through like what that means to you and just kind of like what's her take on bojack the wrestler so I for sure wouldn't be like where I'm at uh, without her, Um, especially because like she was like a little hesitant, like letting me start so young. Um, But she knew how important it was to me. And so she was like, all right, well, she's like, you can you can start this wrestling stuff. But like, you got to you got to go to college, too. And I was like, all right, fine. So that was the trade off. That was the trade off. It's like you got to. Just go get a a degree, even if you don't use a degree. Just go get a degree, and I'll let you do this wrestling stuff. So that was the that was the deal. It's just because like I wasn't like a bad student. Like I was a pretty good student, but I was so like just disinterested in school, especially like on that back end. I was just like so ready to get out of there. Um, so like wrestling, <laughs> this was like a good drive to like keep me in. It was like I got to get this degree because I was my part of the deal. Yeah. Um, and she's uh. She just thinks it's the coolest stuff in the world. <laughs> and um, she's so she she works from home right now and she's got uh, 
she's got uh like her little office space set up and she has one of my um one of my promo pictures with the DPW title just like on her shelf. Oh wow. I kind of love that. And she That's... tells she tells like all she tells like everybody about she's like, "Oh, yeah, my son's a wrestler blah blah blah." blah. And like there'll yeah. be some there'll be sometimes where it's like you know, there are some people that like won't get it. Yeah. And then it's like, "Nah, don't don't don't, don't no." But she's like, "Nah, this is cool. I'm telling." Them. <laughs> <laughs> so she is for sure like my biggest supporter and um I think it's also really cool that like she sort of just like adopted all these other like wrestlers as her children. Yeah. Um, like certainly like some of the people that I helped train. Um, but like also just like people that came up with me, like like a Patrick Scott or a Donnie Ray, or um, you know, just uh uh something that was really funny is um uh the last DPW show I was at, uh Alexander Moss and LeBron Cozone were both like and then both of these guys, they're in great shape. I know yeah. they don't eat sugar like that, but they're like, <laughs> is Mama Bo coming? She bringing <laughs> cupcakes? My mom's a baker. Yeah. Um, so, like, everyone everyone loves her cupcakes. Um, so, like, at, usually whenever she's, like, helping me run my merch table, she'll have cupcakes there, too. Um, but, yeah, they're like, is she coming? Is she bringing cupcakes? They're like, nah. I was like, it's kind of a far drive. She wanted to stay home today, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was like, but... <laughs> I brought some cupcakes in the car. They're like, you better see me later with them cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was about to, get, about to get held up for some cupcakes, man. <laughs> but she, um, but nah, yeah, she's for sure my biggest supporter and she That's awesome. She loves it. And she uh even when like some of the scary stuff happens, like when I've gotten like hurt here yeah. and there, she's just like super supportive and it's awesome. it's she, awesome she's always a fun one to like if a big spot happens like i watch the spot <laughs> and then i'll just pan over and be like okay how's she reacting is she okay <laughs> yeah yeah and like it's not even me like there's just other stuff for like because like so she she watched wrestling when she was a kid um she wasn't ever as like into it as like i was but like she like you know is a fan um and uh, i think her favorite wrestler right now is uh Takeshita. So oh, like same. seeing him at yeah. was like really cool for her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's like I thought he was good and then I like saw him wrestle Andrew Everett. And it was just like next level, like ridiculous. That was um that was one of the that was one of the times that I was like, Man, I'm so glad I'm not made of inning this show. Jesus oh yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was it was super cool because i got to talk to everett after the show for like he he talked to me for probably 15 minutes after that show and just he was just kind of talking to me about being like just how freaking good to is and yeah. like how he felt like yeah i was just kind of floating from spot to spot but yeah. this guy this guy can do anything he's a superhero and that's such a testament to just insane he's insane i feel like i feel like i feel like drew i feel like drew is just a very humble guy and like doesn't um he just won't talk about like how fucking good he is because Andrew oh, Everett yes. is like one of the he's best so ever. Good. Oh, for sure. And, he's so but, he's, good. but and it, it's 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 admirable that he is so humble though. Um, because like, uh, so we had a we had a we've only ever wrestled twice. Uh, that DPW match was first time we'd ever done anything. Yeah. Um, the second time we wrestled at um AML, another like another big promotion here in yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and. The this was probably the easiest match that I've ever called. We were waiting to see like where we were on the show because like they didn't like give us the run sheet yet. 
They give us the run sheet. They're like, you guys are matched too. We're like, all right, cool. We talked for five minutes, had everything figured out, and then I didn't see him for two hours. That's and awesome. then we, we did the match, and it was the it was that's incredible. Easiest thing I'd ever done. Easiest thing I'd ever done. That, so good. That is incredible. I love that a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, AMLs. They're doing some some big stuff too. I think DPW AML are two of the top PWF as well. They're all putting out some good shit. Yeah, there. Uh, I. I I have I work with a lot of good people. I work with a lot of good yeah. fun promotions. Um, yeah, a- I started working with AML. Uh, I think in like 2020 when I was sort of like, sort of starting to blow up a little bit. Yeah. Um, 2021, I started working on like the Future Stars division. Um, and uh, so like uh, Colby Carino has always been a big a big star with them, and so like Colby's like a big brother to me, and he like helped me get on Future Stars, and then I think I I I just. It just it just worked. They they treat me really well, and I really enjoy working with them. So yeah, really excited to get back there as soon as the as soon as the thumb heals up. <laughs> yeah. um, it it was the thing when we were talking to the Dawsons that um like it always sucks that AML runs shows a lot of the same time as SDBW shows, and it's like we would love to go out to more of them, but they're always on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, it's but really tough. but that's truly amazing. Just how. Going back to how much wrestling is actively uh, available, that that a show like I, I'm from New Louisiana, where there might be one indie in three months, <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's not right. a, it's not it's not um, as active. So the idea that you could choose what show to go to, like that that's insane. Yeah, that's really awesome. That, yeah, uh, I think I think that's another thing about like being in this area. So like the thing about North Carolina is like, it's sort of like a drive to get to everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's very centralized in terms of getting to everywhere. Whereas like, I got to go to South Carolina. It's like about four or five hours. Got to go to Char- um, you know, like sort of like the more like Western part of North Carolina. It's about like four or five hours. If I got to get to Tennessee about like four hours. If I got to get to Virginia about like five or six hours. Yeah. Um, if I got to get to New Jersey, it's like, eight to 10 hours. So like very like doable drives. Um, if I got to get to Tennessee again, like eight, nine hours, something like that. Yeah. It's like, it's a very like centralized uh, spot to like get to everything. So that's another thing I love about just like being here. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we talked to Mark James and he said, one of the reasons that stuff is so populated is because there's really not a big barrier to entry to wrestle here. Like you don't have to have any, sort of like license or like deal with the boxing commission. So kind of operates itself to be like a hotbed. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I have a lot of friends that live in South Carolina and they're like trying to get into wrestling and they're like, or that, or they are actively training and it's just rough because there aren't that many promotions out there. Like there are still like way more compared to like, again, like some other States, but like it's, it's rough to run in South Carolina because you have to deal with like some like regulations and like you have to be licensed and like every everyone has to be licensed properly and it's such a headache getting all that stuff yeah. done and then um, you're not allowed to bleed and if you bleed you like have like thirty seconds to fucking get the fuck out of there and if you don't you get fined and it's Jeez. like oh my god <laughs> are there are there people there to enforce it at those shows. So, uh, not all the time, but like you can't really like chance that though. It's like oh, another yeah. like another like tough thing is like it, it'd be like oh the one time we chance it, there's going to be somebody here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I, that is something I I did not know. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's super rough. It's super rough. Uh, like getting getting licensed can be a real like headache sometimes too. I think it's like it's easier for some other states, but the South Carolina one is just like kind of ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. So um, going back to I guess your start with wrestling was was BoJack the character f- from the get go, and I I'm assuming that's a Dragon Ball Z reference. That that's always yes. been my assumption. <laughs> if you could just kind of yes. talk me through that process of just how how this came to be. So uh, I had no idea what I wanted to do character wise um, because as most people see and fucking breaking kayfabe whatever I am uh, not uh bojack in my regular everyday life yeah um i am bojack obviously but like i'm not this big like fucking hulking monster dude that fucking beats the dog shit out of people um so so that was really that was really different for me like sort of having to like find that uh that mindset to put myself there um i don't really even know what i wanted to do for scott i just know i wanted to wrestle um i had like a few different ideas like i was almost like I almost had a country accent at one point. I don't know why. Uh, like I don't, I don't have a country accent, so yeah. like, I don't know why that even. I don't even know why that was something that I was thinking about. Um, I think I like did it as a joke one time, and people thought it was funny, and I was like, I could work with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it got the reaction. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm getting the pops already, baby. <laughs> um. So no, uh, when I when I first like actually started wrestling, I was just sort of like just like a Mr. Hughes type. I was just like. This big dude and a fucking I I uh I tore the the sleeves off of a fucking dress shirt and like wrestled in like a dress shirt and fucking black jeans and like just I was just a big big like security guard type motherfucker. Um are there pictures of that? Or like Yes. <laughs> yes, there are pictures of that. There are pictures of that, yeah. Up to you if um, you want to share them, but that would make a great clip. <laughs> someone Someone, someone, I'll, 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 I'll send them to you because okay. they're pretty easy to find. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's how it started, and then um, I think the more comfortable I just got with wrestling, the more I wanted to like showcase my personality. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted I, so I was a heel for the longest time. I was a heel for like probably the first like two and a half three years probably the first three years of me wrestling i was probably i was a heel and then um it started at pwf and then it sort of happens everywhere now where like i kind of can't be a heel anymore Uh where like there are some places where i can still figure out like how to get it to work but for the most part like i'll be doing my thing and then people just like yeah I don't know if it's like the shit that I'm doing or if it's just like me or what, but like people just start cheering me. And yeah. Like, it, it gets to the point where it's like, all right, we can't keep fighting it. We just got to. And it feels out. like it's- such an organic reaction because, like, yeah. like the first time I saw you as a heel was at an elevation oh, show. Oh, yeah. It was. Where you kick someone in a wheelchair, and, and we talked to Movie Mike about it. This came up. Um, and I just, now that we have you here, I. Could you talk us through that? Like, <laughs> all right, because I gotta clear my name now. First of all, first of all, not only was he okay with it, it was his idea. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, uh, I think I was just sort of just like in my bag that night because that'd been the first time I'd been a heel in fucking like two years. Yeah. Um, I was like, and like I know how, and like I talk more. 
So like when I first when I first like started getting like really really comfortable, I wasn't really talking much because my voice is a little higher than like what people would expect when they first see me. Yeah. So like that really bothered me when I first um when I first started, um, but eventually I just sort of just got comfortable with it and figured out how to like inflect my voice to where like it still works. Uh-huh. Um, but I still don't talk a ton because I don't. That's this is part of the characters. Like he just he talks with his actions. He doesn't talk yeah. with his fucking words. Um, so when I first like started, when I first started like sort of really figuring stuff out, I wasn't really talking. Um, and I feel like that's partially why I couldn't get my heel reactions. Is because like I didn't know how to like properly talk shit and get heat. Which like I would sort of talk shit, but like it was sort of just some more like motiony stuff. And I was like, uh, angry. Uh, <laughs> and, like that's not much to react to. That's yeah. Really right. Not right. That right. Much to react to. Um, so at ele- that shit, that time of elevation, that was the first time, uh, since I've gotten comfortable talking more and emoting more and like just being sort of more of myself that I'd been able to be a bad guy. And I was like, man, I'm about to go the fuck off and it just it was it was so fun it was so fun and like i I don't get to do that a lot so i think i was like yeah i'm about to fucking go off while i can tonight (laughs) well it was weird going into it because from the get-go you were doing the 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 heel thing and i'm like ah they're not gonna boo bo jack there's no way like they're gonna turn halfway through um and then you and then you started to they started to (laughs) <laughs> and and it was a deal as soon as that happened i was like oh that tell you do that yeah yeah, yeah. i get it yeah. <laughs> the, the guy that sat next to me i was talking to him and it was like the first time he had been to a wrestling show mm-hmm. and it was funny to watch him react because that's like the pure reaction of like the fan is like like how they're gonna react to everything and yeah he was all about it yeah it was also weird because he's a coroner and like out of the blue he was just like yeah you know how many he's like you know how many people died last month in charlotte like just tell you like no <laughs> this was the craziest stranger yeah. to talk to i've never to. met this man and he was like you think it'd be the old people but not it's the young people i'm just like sir <laughs> i'm just trying to enjoy my wrestling if there's like yeah. a dog behind us <laughs> There's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just a very bizarre deal, but yeah, but I'm glad we 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 kind of cleared your name here. Yeah. I was worried, yeah. but I feel like was there any backlash like better place. from that? Um, not there's no, there's no like serious backlash. Yeah. I think everyone knows that, like, you know, like, I think everyone at least assumes, yeah, that like he was in on it and that he was a part of it because it was, it was a, a very obviously like set up spot. Yeah, it's not like I just found. <laughs> fucking person in the crowd and i was like yeah and like, no. <laughs> um but not like no no serious outlast just like sort of times like this where people are like hey bo i saw you uh fucking big booty dude in a wheelchair what the fuck was that about? <laughs> that's awesome um so you're talking about being a heel uh what is it like to be a part of like your rise but also with dpw to not only like be a part of the beginning of that but for them to choose you as their first champion oh my god um that was so crazy um so james uh was training with us at the time um he was actually training at cwa and so like we sort of were getting like the first like inklings of like nah dpw was like like real like this is really about to happen and it's like oh shit and then like offhanded like 
months and months, like almost a year before like DPW like actually started, he was uh-huh. like, he was like, yeah, whenever DPW starts, we're probably gonna be our first champion. And he just like said it like offhanded. And, like, I, was, <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I just was just casually he said that. I I was like, he, I, I I was like, ah, oh, he's just joking. I, yeah. but, like I was still cool that I was like, I'll at least be involved though. So like we're pretty tight. Yeah. Um. And then fucking, and then we get there, and then like shit is actually happening, and it's like, nah, like for real, like you're our guy. And I was like, man, um, I think it was like a really big, um, it's one of those things where I feel like then and the thing with, uh, with PWF, I feel like both of those times, I was definitely more ready for like the DPW title, but I feel like with the PWF title, I wasn't like mentally prepared to like, yeah, actually know what it means to like be like a main event guy yet. Um, so i had this weird but like i feel like it was good transition of like at that point that match started like circulating just like around like the ether and then everyone uh that's when i started like getting booked more and like traveling Uh more and then i was facing guys that were like way better than me so i was having to like push myself really hard to keep up versus like i had sort of gotten a slump where like i was rest for like a year a year and a half where i was like wrestling I have people that I have already wrestled. So like, even if they were really good, it's like, well, we've wrestled before. So I know what to expect. Yeah. Or people that were just like, you know, sort of like where I was too. So then this was when something about my camera just bothered me. <laughs> this is <laughs> when, uh, this is when I started wrestling people that were like way fucking better than me. And like, I had to like really fucking push myself to keep up. And like, I, I'd get to the back after the match and I was like, God damn! What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like super blown up. Yeah. Like even if I wouldn't be blown up in the match, like by the time we get to the finish, I'd be like, God damn, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. Uh. So like that all happened, and um, my first title defense in PWF was against Tim. I saw you guys interviewed yeah. him recently. Yeah. Um, and he's been like a big mentor for me, especially because like he was like on that first PWF show that I watched. So uh-huh. like being able to like see him there and then like now i'm fucking wrestling with him uh and he's like giving me advice and stuff is so cool um so i feel like that that pwf run helped me prepare for the dpw run um which like they were still happening at the same time because i have that really cool shot of me with fucking both the belts on my shoulders yeah um but the pwf run had been happening for like almost a year at that point uh so um so DPW happens, and then I don't think it ever fully set in until like the match with Biff Busick for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, the fact that so that match I, happened I, is kind of insane. It it doesn't it doesn't like register in my brain that, yeah. <laughs> that I did that. You know, it's so it's so crazy. Um, so I so I did the match with Drew, and again that was like that was like one of the best matches I'd ever had. And if not the best match I've ever had. And I was like, fuck, this is so crazy. This is so cool. But I think, um, so then, like, the next uh, event was the second fire taping. And I wrestled JTG. And, again, that's something that, like, like didn't seem real. Oh, yeah. Because uh, right. I'd fucking, I'd, I'd, I'd play this dude in the video games when I was <laughs> fucking seven years old. This, like, this isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then I wrestled Diego, but like I'd wrestled Diego before. I yeah. never wrestled him 
that's the longest match either one of us had ever had. Yeah, that was a crazy um, match. <laughs> I had never wrestled Diego on like that type of scale before, but like I've wrestled Diego before. So like the Biff match was when something just like clicked in my brain. And it was like, nah, dude, like you you really are like the champion and like you really yeah. are like the top guy right now. And like you really have to like like you have to carry yourself like that. And then that match was Another one of like that's one of my favorite matches to rewatch is the match with Biff. Um, and again, it's just like it's so crazy that I even got that opportunity and that that match actually happened. And it's yeah. like it's it's crazy that it's a reality. I think that was the first time that I felt like I think that was the first time where it's like I'm the fucking champion. That yeah. was yeah. the first time where like really set in where it's like I'm the fucking champion. And like it's funny because um. And I might post the picture soon now that it'll be relevant again. Um, uh, Chris Downey is um, uh, one of our photographers around here in the area and just yeah. one of my good friends. Um, so he sort of was like over in the corner on a ladder behind the curtain. So he's like just over the curtain. So he's sort of getting like sort of like elevated like aerial shots. Yeah. And then he has a great shot of me. And there's like a door. There's the locker room, which was like it was just like a curtain part of the room. And then there's like another room. So I'm in the doorway and I am fucking shitting bricks, like freaking out before the match. You can like see it on my face. And yeah. I'm just like super, super nervous. And I'm like, you, I'm very obviously visually like trying to fucking put myself in the mindset. But then like that was right before my music hit. And then I, uh, so then like right after like the picture, fucking my brain just clicks on. I'm ready to go music hits i walk out and then it's just like all right it's it's go time yeah i think um so yeah that's um i'm sorry i forgot what the original question was <laughs> but I, like, I did too it's yeah. fine oh it's just like <laughs> yeah, being a part of dpw like how that uh but, yeah that, that, and um it's crazy because like I've, I've been fucking watching new legacy since i was fucking 12 yeah uh and then i don't remember exactly when i got into james and uh james and tony but i got in them like not too long after i started watching new legacy stuff so like the fact that like i was like i know these guys and like these guys are my friends and i'm yeah that's fucking the champion of their promotion that is, is so, so cool that is so cool because like i remember the first dbw show i went to because like the first legit the first youtuber i ever watched w was tony like that was mm -hmm. so so to see him just like bopping around at these yeah, shows is just like that's fucking stuff like what that's yeah. nuts. So I can so, only imagine for you, like that must be very, very cool, especially to call them friends now. Yeah, it's so it's so dope. Like I just fucking just, I just message them sometimes, and like fucking fucking they they hit me up when they were like, "Hey, how's the thumb?" I was like, "Man, you know, it's uh, it's fucking broken, but you know, it is what it is." But like it's so How'd that cool that like I'm just okay. So uh, the thumb. So this happened in uh, Tennessee, um, at uh, TWE in Chattanooga. Uh -huh. Um. You, uh, you can watch their shit on IWTV. They're a really good promotion. A uh, lot of really fucking good people. Um, and again, I think I think it's like a good like highlight of like the Tennessee, Georgia area. Yeah. Um, that's where like most of those guys are from. Um, Is that uh, like Uncharted but, uh, Territory? That was where this last season of Uncharted Territory was taken. Okay. Is that same building? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the yeah the big fucking TWE on the wall. That's why, because that's yeah. what they usually run there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So fucking uh, Jaden Newman is a big guy there. He's been working DPW recently. Yeah. Um. 
Aaron Wade is another fucking really good one. Um, but uh, Darian Bankston is someone that's making his way through there right now. Um, he's uh, He was born in the UK, I think, or at least spent a lot of time in the UK. Right now he's Georgia-based. Um, he's a big, uh, big uh, guy for uh, Naptown All-Pro in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Um, and he's like one of my favorite wrestlers to watch right now. And he DMs me and he's like, hey, man, uh, I'm looking for an opponent for fucking TWE. Um, and I, I, I asked him if uh, if we could do something. And I was like, for sure. Just because I hadn't been to TWE in like a year. Um, uh, so I was like, for sure. So we have the match and like the match was really good and I really enjoyed it. And I definitely want to rematch uh, because I feel like I I feel like I sort of faltered on the back end because I was really worried about this. Um, not to say it was like bad, but I just know that I was like concerned about my hand and wasn't uh, fully in fully in there. So I definitely want to rematch. But um, so uh, he does a whisper in the wind off the second. And um, I think I just like wasn't uh, in the right place. And so when I catch him, uh, he just landed like right on my hand Oof. and I just, it, it was immediate like bang. And like, but I never broken a bone. Oh um, my goodness. So like, so I, I didn't even know that it was like broken. I was just like, yeah, something that's not right, but like, we'll figure that out after. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was like super total freak accident. Uh, I, a Darian feels like really shitty about it. And it's kind of funny to me because I don't, I'm not mad about it at all. Yeah. And the fact that he's still beating himself up about it is funny to me. <laughs> 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 and and as a result like um so i'm assuming you just gotta take some time off like is it just just a little just for a little yeah, bit yeah so i'm out for at least like the next like month and a half unfortunately um it really sucks because like aml is doing some cool shit and dpw is doing some cool shit i had to miss I, I had to miss both of those shows in february and it was like i have to miss both of those shows in um in march too um, and it sucks, but you know, uh, I think it's like very necessary, uh, to like actually fucking take the proper time to like heal. Um, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. It's the first time I've ever had to like take this long off. So it's very, it's very frustrating and like having to like be patient, especially cause like, I don't, I don't get hurt like that. Like yeah. the, the only time I've been hurt, like anything this long before was like, I sprained my ankle one time, but that was like 2018 and I was only out for like a month. And even then, like that last few weeks, like I was still able to do stuff. I was just sort of taking it easy. Yeah. Um. So this is like the first like real injury that I've ever sustained. Um. But you know, it is what it is. Fucking, I'll bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just a good reminder that I'm not as indestructible as I like to think I am. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um. And, and it kind of opens avenues for like you. You have your your commentary bit coming up, and I. I it seems like you always have fun doing those um um and we can talk a bit about about this fun new not not really a new venture but a rebranded venture that that y'all are doing because you often have called yourself the heavyweight ace of the carolinas so let's let's talk about ace so let's talk about ace so ace started in 2019 um it was uh for those that don't know um <clears throat> super draw productions is a production team out here they're based out of north carolina but they travel basically everywhere um they record for dpw they record for pwf they record for aml um they 
just wherever they fucking get their, get their hands on. Um, yeah. those are like their main three. Um, but then like some other ones too. I think they're still doing stuff with uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they started Ace in 2019, and like things were going well, and then COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, which I feel like is just a lot of. I feel like that's a lot of people's yeah fucking story is things were going well and then covid happened yeah um so covid happened and they just couldn't keep running stuff and they had to shut down um but that's when them and us got hooked up uh because up until that point we were recording our own shit and it was not great it was passable yeah if you watch like anything from like 2019 pwf on iwtv there's a very like noticeable change in quality when we started getting super giant um so they started recording stuff with us in like 2020 when we were doing like um like pandemic shows um so we did like empty cwa building and we would like start recording shit um so that's how i first met them yeah and now that i just work all the same places that they work <laughs> i see them all the time and then we've just gotten really close and we'll just have times where like i just pick their brain about stuff and they pick my brain about stuff um and the same thing with um my buddy tyler and just like all the goon squad in general uh all yeah. of us I, I named them earlier we we've just gotten really close with the guys from super jaw and um so they were like hey uh <laughs> One of the uh, there's a guy in Superjaw also named Tyler. <laughs> um, it was Tyler's birthday, and he's like, "Hey, we're running a show in the AML Training Building. Um, uh, we're gonna have it. Like, do you guys want to like help like sponsor it?" So it was like Superjaw and Goon Squad presents the Vaganza. No extra needed. So that was the first show that we ever ran. Uh, it was like. It was like a it was like a random Wednesday at like fucking twelve o'clock, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was really fun and like all the matches were dope and like everyone really we live streamed it on Twitch and everyone really enjoyed it then. So we're like, man, that went like really well, and then we were sort of thinking, it's like, man, what if uh, what if we did this again, but like we like actually like tried to like run a real show because that was yeah. just. That was mostly just like for Tyler's birthday. That was like, if it goes well, it goes well. If it doesn't, we're just doing this for Tyler's birthday. Yeah. So it went well enough to where we we're like, what if we like actually try to run a show? So then that's when the Vaganza 2 happened. And fucking, we went all out. And Vaganza 2 had the fucking, it had um, Wrestling Family Feud that was fucking one of the craziest things I've ever fucking <laughs> yeah. seen. Um, shout out to Jay Malachi and the Sharpshooter, new king of the Sharpshooter, Jay Malachi. <laughs> um, uh, and then just all the matches were really dope. And that was the first time I'd ever done top uh, commentary with uh, Dalt, uh, Phoenix Nitro on YouTube and the socials. Yeah. Um, I'd met him before because we worked for Naptown and stuff. Uh, it's so, like we've we we've met before and we're friends, but like that was the first time we'd ever done com- com- yeah. uh, commentary together, and it was so seamless and then the chemistry was instant like we don't we'd been doing it for fucking years um yeah and so then we're like man like we could actually like really fucking do this shit um so then i think we all just were sort of like well we have something and we have something that sets us apart so we need to like not let this slip away so then super jaw and us were all talking and we're like 
we could just revive Ace to keep it going because we want it. We wanted to have like a centralized name. Yeah. Right. And like we jo- we jokingly called ourselves Super Goon because it was like a combination of the name, but we're uh-huh. like we can't fucking that's not gonna work. Yeah. Um. And then like we didn't want to keep calling it like the Vaganza. So like we need like a uh, override central like umbrella. So then they were like, well, we could just revive Ace. And the fucking announcement for the revival got so much fucking traction and like such a good reaction. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is it. So March 10th, uh fucking six days from now, uh, our first uh ace comeback show is happening. So uh which you guys are a sponsor for. Yep. Hell yeah. Are you guys going to be there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Tickets. Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> It'll be really cool. Um, I'm super pumped. Yeah, it's um uh, being able to like work with these guys and like work with people that we it's so cool like cuz like I said I I do a lot with PWF but I'm not like I guess you could call me like office but like I'm not like in charge. I just help yeah. with a lot of things. But this is like one of the first things where I've ever like been as hands-on as i am and i was like this is so fucking cool and it's such a it's a side that i've like seen but i've haven't had to like do yeah um it's so cool and i'm really excited for it everyone's really excited for it i feel like there's like there's just like a good energy around it and i'm really excited to see how it goes obviously the day of the show we're going to be stressing the fuck out even though everything's going to be fine yeah but (laughs) (laughs) for now for now it's all good vibes and i'm really looking forward to it that's (laughs) That's awesome. awesome And uh, one thing I, I would like for you to talk through with, if you can, what is this uh, hot dog pyramid that is advertised? Okay, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's um, that's our take on, um, uh, I think it's like a thousand dollar pyramid or something like that. It's like some, it, it's a, it's a, I can't remember the exact name, but it's a different game show uh, and that's just our version on it. And okay. like, we're like. How can we relate this to wrestling? And we're like fucking hot dogs, hot, hot dogs dog and a handshake. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why it's the fucking. Okay, I was, I, I was like, are they just gonna have a hundred hot dogs on like a table? Like, <laughs> I, we after we announced it, we were like, the branding on that was a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, this is a hot dog eating contest. It's like, no, no it's, game show. it's game show. Awesome. We're doing game shows, guys. We're doing game shows. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, everybody check that out. We'll make sure we share a lot of stuff on our social about that too. We're we're already kind of doing it, but we'll make sure we have a central location for that. You guys are fucking killing it. You guys yeah. are fucking. <laughs> <killing> it. <laughs> um, and to kind of wrap things up, because uh, like you said, you're starting your day. We want to let you start it the right way. Um, who are some wrestlers that you think more people should know about? Um, so I'm always going to shout out uh, Diego Hill. That's my dude. Um. That is my fucking brother, uh, BK Westbrook. Again, um, Azrael Kayam, he's sort of yeah. like healing his shoulder right now. Yeah. Uh, but he's the fourth uh, high flying star machine. Um, and uh, teaming with those guys has been so crazy. And I feel like it's made me want to be even better because yeah. I, now that I, not only are these guys just my friends, I'm on a team with them. So now, the competitor side of my mind is I'm being directly compared with these guys and they're so fucking good. Yeah. And I don't want to be seen as like, oh, well, BK and Diego are really good, but Bojack kind of sucks and kind of drags down the team. And mm-hmm. like, I don't want that at all. So like, I feel like I have to push myself even more to be able to like 
keep up with these guys. And I don't think there's, I don't think there is a weak leak in the team. I think we're all, we all bring different bits to the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Tenshi X is someone that I'm helping train, uh, Daniel Crossley, the long shots, um, two guys that I have been there since their day one and they are so humble. And so like, they're way better than I was that being that early in. Yeah. Um, and I love getting to watch them grow in real time. Uh, they're facing the delinquents on March 10th. That's going to be good. Uh, I'll shout out the delinquents too, because I feel like they just don't get enough love. Oh yeah. For Josh sure. Fuller and Mikey Baker. Uh, and then Trey Havoc, uh, Trey Havoc, Aaron Cox and Calibus Kingston are going to be my last three. Okay. Um, we saw a teaser of them recently, uh, and they are calling themselves the path. And these are three guys who have always been very motivated individuals, but this is the most motivated I have seen the three of them individually. And uh-huh. now that they are joined together, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. Awesome. We'll make sure that we uh, check those out. Everybody else should too. And then uh, is there anything else that you want to plug anywhere where people find you? Any other uh, follow me on Twitter at Bojack Official. I feel like I'm pretty funny on there sometimes. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bojack. I just dropped a new shirt. It's me holding the dog. I don't know how I got <laughs> to this point in my life where I can sell t-shirts of me holding the dog, but it is what it is. Um, I fucking, uh, I stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash uh, Dreadlocked, D-R-E-D. L O C K D because I'm fancy and I wanted to spell it weird. Um, uh, I also have a YouTube. It's uh dreadlocked media dreadlocked is spelled the same way. YouTube.com slash dreadlocked media. I think if not, you can might just search dreadlocked media or you can find it on my Twitter. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a multitude of things. Uh, sometimes it's like entrance videos that I make for other wrestlers. Uh, it'll be like gameplay stuff. Um, it's like a multitude of things right now. It's kind of a, just a mix of like shit that I'm doing on the side when yeah. I'm not wrestling. And I think that's it. Awesome. That's awesome. And thank you so much for this. I feel like we really only scratched the surface here and I would love to have you back on. So, because there's, there's so much we weren't able to even touch on, but this has been, oh, yeah. this has been we, so much fun, man. We got it. We got to get the repeat for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, everybody make sure that you check out, even if you can't make it out on the 10th, it's streaming on Twitch. So make sure that you uh, guys... So it'll be, it'll be streaming on uh title match network. Oh, title we match. will do a live stream of it on Twitch, like sometime, like immediately after. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Uh, but we'll have all at that some point it'll all make it'll all make its way onto the uh to the Goon Squad YouTube also or maybe the Ace YouTube. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be <laughs> it'll be available everywhere soon. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make sure exciting. you check that out. And I uh, hope you have a good rest of your day. Yes, sir. Thank you guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm.